Writer's Block by Michael Daly. He crumpled a piece of paper in his frustrated palms and threw the ball of disappointment into the pile of other disappointments. One poem after another found its final resting place by the trash can that was now overflowed. The clock ticked impatiently above him, wagging its second hand in disapproval. His forehead met the glass desk for the hundredth time that night. On his desk lay a menacing black cube. The, the cube shimmered a dark green when looking at it from a certain angle, and a light smoke danced around the cube's face. You only have to write a page. That's not so hard, is it? He lurched his head back in his chair and stared at the blank paper before him. Anything that came to mind was quickly erased, as it was deemed boring or stupid. He wrote sentence of a zombie story and felt proud for making it to the second line of the page. Then he remembered how picky people were about zombie stories and struck the idea with the end of his pencil. What about something emotional? He threw on some screamo and let the teen angst flow onto the paper. He made sure to include how terrible his life was at age 13 and how his parents never understood him. When he finished, he took a step back to look at the emotion vomit that made its way between the lines. This was scrapped almost immediately when he realized that he was a grown-up. Did you really think this, that this was a good idea? He was becoming discouraged. Nothing was working. He found pre-made writing prompts online and attempted to formulate some sort of response. Instead, he just read the other others people. Uh, he instead he just read the other people's responses and sulked, wishing he had the ability to write like that. He clicked through prompt after prompt until all the links on the Google page were purple. I bet everyone turned their piece in already. He had become exhausted. What had he done to deserve such awful punishment? Why had the wretched writer's block chosen him? He glared at the cube staring back at him. The writer's block fed on his exhaustion. It loved to see him suffer. The, bo the box was an expert at what it did and smiled grimly at the frustration present on the boy's face. Just write about the first thing that comes to mind. Out of desperation, he began to write about the only thing that came to mind. Nothing came to mind. His pencil danced from line to line and his emotions took a turn for the better. As he wrote, he noticed the cube began to fade. He flipped over the page and continued writing until he had nothing more he could think of. He read over his final work, feeling mildly impressed that he had anything to show for after hours of fighting writer's block. He turned to where the cube was and saw the last wisp of smoke trail upwards towards the ceiling. A tear ran down his face, for the battle was over. We reached out to Darren Shan, author of the young adult fiction series Cirque du Freak. This is what he had to say about writer's block. Most people have a morbid fascination with disaster, and writer's block draws attention the same way flame draws a moth. But I think writer's block is a vastly overrated phenomenon, and while I'm sure it can strike writers for real, I think most of the time it only happens because would-be writers are looking for an excuse to fail. Since writing involves a lot of hard work and it's easier to succumb to an imaginary writing disease than put in the many long hours it takes to develop your potential and maximize your talent. As for those cases where a young writer isn't work shy but runs into problems anyway, 
Well, I think what happens in those cases is that the writer hits a brick wall because he or she psychs themselves out. They fixate on a problem, for instance, a chapter that isn't working quite well as they would like until it gets so big in their imagination that they can't see a way around it. The way around that is to not think about what may be wrong with your writing, but to focus on what's good and just forge ahead and write. A lot of writing is about self-belief. You can't afford to stand and stare at the things which scare you the most. If you don't think you can do something, you need to crack on and launch yourself at it to prove to yourself that you can. I'm not talking about attempting the impossible. I mean, if I wanted to run 100 meters in 10 seconds, I couldn't, no matter how hard I trained. But each of us has things we're good at, things we know we can do. I think that most of us are aware of our talents. We know our limits, but also the places where we can stretch those limits, where we can excel. Failure in life isn't being unable to do the things you idly dream of doing. It's failing to do those things you can do. It's looking at a problem you know you can solve, but not solving it because you're afraid to try. Life's full of hurdles, and the hurdles are different for each and every one of us. But we won't ever get over those hurdles by standing and staring at them and worrying about how high they are and what's on the other side and if we have the power to clear them. To get over our hurdles, we need to take a deep breath, narrow our eyes, take a good run up at them, and jump. Best wishes, Darren Sham. Writer's Block by Katie Coakley. Random writings about nothing, almost literally nothing. Pencil scratching the paper, eraser acting as a backup plan. Between the lines, these scratches hide, these markings of lead, these semi-permanent things, lines keeping words safe like metal bars in a prison, glass in a zoo, keeping them from falling clean off the page, clean off the earth. What a sight that would be, runaway words, suicidal scribble, floating in absentia, never again imprisoned by lined paper. So Mr. Vana, how long have you been writing? I've been writing since I was uh, probably in elementary school. And it, it's been something that uh, developed over time. I, I wrote more seriously uh, in middle school, more seriously in high school, uh, when I started to get involved in uh, Bloomingdale's literary magazine, which is called The Imagine. And then in college, it didn't take long before I was a creative writing major. I went through a brief period where I thought I'd be a film major. But I, I got to freshman orientation and started hanging out with these film guys. And they were just... the biggest losers in my opinion like they were so obsessed with like the cameras they were using and what editing software they all had and they're like oh man I got Final Cut Pro and I was like do you guys want to talk about movies at all or or stories and they didn't they just were all obsessed with their like what editing software they were going to play with so I hopped the bus over to the English department literally I was like I'm going to get on that bus instead and not go with you guys <laughs> and uh, wound up at the English department and became a creative writing major, which was really the same thing. I wanted to write movies. I wasn't interested in making them at all. Um, another lesson I learned uh, around that time was trying to make a film with some friends of mine and how infuriating it was just to like get people together and like produce something. I had no interest in that. I was like, I'm done. I'm just going to write short stories. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how, how uh, sorry, excuse me, have you been published before? I've been published? Yeah, uh, I've been published here and there. Um, I wrote for uh, 
I was an editorial intern in college for uh, Roland Publishing. They did a, a bunch of different magazines. They put out a Tallahassee magazine and uh, the, the business magazine of, of North Florida and Emerald Coast magazine. And so I did a lot of writing for them. So that, I've, I have a lot of stuff published through them. After college, I started working for this guy in um, St. Pete who puts out a magazine called Charged, which is the magazine for electric vehicles. So I did some writing for him. I researched did some pieces. Um, and my, my short fiction has been published uh, on Everyday Fiction and um, in uh, thematic literary magazines, so and, uh, here and there. Okay. And uh, how long does it take you to write, usually? Oh, man. It completely depends on the piece. Um, if I'm writing... Uh, a lot of what I write is flash fiction. You know, a, a short story that is in less than a thousand words. So I can sit down and, and write a full flash fiction piece and you know, sometimes a half hour. Just crank it out. You get that idea and you roll with it. Um, but then I have to come back to it. I have to revise it several times. And I think a big part of my writing process is, is letting something sit and giving it time, uh, which is the hardest thing for me to teach in my creative writing classes. So um, I'll write something and sit on it for two months, and then I'll come back to it. And it becomes this collaboration between me and all my past selves. And I write notes to my future selves, too. I'm like, when you get a chance to go back to that, here's an idea. Um, so it, it, everything takes a, a lot of time. And the, the novel that I've been working on for years, I've been working on my novel for five years now. Um, and it's done, but it's been done three times. I keep putting new drafts on it. Um, but I'm about to start sending it out to literary agents. That's great. Mm -hmm. uh, where do you get your inspiration for writing? Inspiration has always been the easy part for me. And so... I don't sympathize very well. I'm getting better uh, with people who don't uh, get ideas. They're like, what do I write about? Like, I've never had that problem, ever. Yeah, I get ideas constantly, all the time. Um, I'm driving home, doing the dishes, talking to people, walking down the hallway. Um, I'm just constantly getting ideas for writing. And uh, in terms of, of anything that's like talent or something that's raw, that's the only thing I view that I have. Is this? I have this ability to just come up with ideas all the time. Everything else that I've developed as a writer, I feel like it's been something that I've worked on and, and grown. I don't feel like I was born with like a natural gift for words. Um, yeah, but I, I get ideas and I want to do something with them, so I've developed this ability, right? Mm -hmm. Like what ideas have you gotten in the past? Oh man, just, on a daily basis. It's, it's a constant, I mean, I just, I, um, the, the latest uh, uh, short story I wrote, which was a, a piece I shared with the Echo Kids uh, called Connectivity Problems, which is about uh, a husband and, and, and wife whose uh, relationship is falling apart as all the technology dies in their house. And, and I had this idea while trying to reset my router one day. So I literally get ideas from something that's mundane as resetting my wireless router. Where I was like, what if this meant something more, right? And, and then I, I start to develop a story around that. Uh, uh, and it was the idea of something not connecting with something else, right? Mm -hmm. And that became an easy metaphor to mold. Hmm. With all these ideas, do you often get writer's block? Or No, man. So the, the, for me, writer's block is the world, right? It's all the stuff I have to do in a day that keeps me from just sitting down in front of my computer and writing. Uh, in terms of if, if I ever sit down, I'm good. I've got so many ideas. I've got so many projects that I want to work on that I can just roll with it. So for me, writer's block is, is saying, you know what, the dishes can wait in, in, until, you know, for another hour, right? I don't need to sweep tonight. Um, it's saying, I'm gonna turn off the TV or I'm, I'm not gonna read the book I'm reading. I'm gonna 
be a writer right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people can identify with, you have a lot of constraints on your time. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of aspiring writers have another job or they have school or, or both, right? They have all this stuff that's in the way. So for me, it's, it's sitting down to write. My writer's block is, is all the stuff that's keeping me from doing that. Mm-hmm. So do you have like a, a funny story about writer's block or... <laughs> no. <laughs> and do you have any suggestions for people who are having writer's block? <coughs> um, well, the, the thing that uh, anybody who's ever taken my creative writing can tell you is I teach free writing. And I think that it, it helps people, uh, this idea that you just, you sit down and write, and it takes practice, but the idea of free writing is that you're not going to worry about grammar, you're not going to worry about whether something is right or not, you're not going to worry about whether you're getting off topic, you're just going to sit down and you're going to write for a prescribed amount of time, and you're going to write as fast as you can, as hard as you can, and literally if you get to the end of a sentence and you don't know what to say next, you just write, I'm at the end of my sentence and I don't know what to say, and you just keep writing or typing and you clear that log jam. And for me, it's, uh, and for my students, I think it's about what's getting in the way, what inhibition is telling you that the idea you have isn't gonna be good enough. And once you clear that, that hurdle, that roadblock of just, and, and free yourself to write down some garbage, right? right? Then your writer's block is done. So I'm always suggesting students to just, if you're stuck, free write. Awesome, well yeah. thank you, Mr. Vana. No problem, thanks for having me on the show.